binoculars or what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Welcome, featured creatures. I'm not going to do the joke. I'm Alan. What was the joke? I'm, I'm I can't, Alex. I can't Rodney Dangerfield it right now. But... Oh, yeah, I'm Rod Dangerfield, and I got no ability to do this. What the fuck? I'm Garrett. I told you, it's not not funny. It's not. No, 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 no. That was definitely funny, but because of how bad it was. You will get no respect why? from me. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. That was the <laughs> trick. He get no respect, just like just like rods do. Not cones, but rods. He attack. He he protect. He get no respect. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> New theory. That's what Rod just you know whole episode just done. That's what rods are. They're Rodney yep. Dangerfield's <laughs> just ghosts traveling all over the place. That's why there's so many of them in that very famous photo of the moths. Yeah, we, they're like they're birds. I think is what they are. So we're just jumping right in. I mean, I, well, I don't start at the top. What do we usually? How do we usually do at the beginning of these? Uh, we do a bullshit we segment. Got a happy rod day. Oh yeah, this is uh, Alan or Alex's Shefton's. Wow, Shefton's Full name. We just give out the social and everything. Just Docks me on the air. It is I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna read the. Um, I'm just gonna read a message that is in one of the group chats I'm in. Just the la- the last thing to come into it. Out of context for ev- to confuse everyone. Oh boy. Okay. Also, I have no knowledge of the Nugget economy. <laughs> oh god, I gotta <laughs> check that freaking chat, man. <laughs> I have that chat muted. I uh, as you should, because <laughs> Jesus fuck, dude. <laughs> Oh my god. How are we still? It's been Oh no, okay. Not that much was actually said in there. Okay. Uh, okay, so what's our so what's our first segment for today? We have a news story? Yeah, the no. nugget is tanked. No. For one. The what tank? The nugget. It oh, tanks. I see. Well, I mean it's you know Dump it, them all now. Some people said that it was a good idea to back a currency yeah, with nuggets. McDonald, McDonald's McDonald's and Chick-fil-A nuggets are now the same as Burger King nuggets. It's impossible. It's still never, no, none of never them are, be the case. None of them are as high as uh, Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets. Ooh, I, I still don't. I don't agree with that. In my opinion, <laughs> and I guess I don't know if this is unpopular or you know just correct, uh, but McDonald's has the best nuggets. They probably always will. No, they have the better sauces and their breading is nice, but Wendy's has the best chicken. Well, I'm, okay, best chicken in general. I yeah. definitely don't agree with that. I mean, you're wrong. I I don't agree. Like if I if I if we're just talking pure chicken, like not based on like anything else, uh, I would say El Pollo Loco has the best has the best yeah. just chicken. Okay, this inconsistency is why the fucking nugget economy tanks. <laughs> no one gets a consensus. It's all worthless. Dump your nuggets now. Get the Morningstar chickens. They're not real, but neither is the economy. So whatever. Hey, Alan. Yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> In high school, those oven nuggets I made. Oh, yeah. Those were the greatest. They were the best nuggets. Like, I don't know how best, you did that. 
best chicken strips I've ever had in my goddamn life. And then we tried to find more. And then we found out that the whole bunch of them were recalled. And that's why they were what? so good. Yeah. I what? do not remember the name of them. You guys didn't get sick and or die? We well, got obviously you didn't die. so yeah. happy. Well, I mean, you don't. Things were never the same after. No. I see. You could say I've been dead since. Yep. Grateful dead. Timothy no. Le- Timothy Leary dosed. <laughs> God. He do- dosed the strips. That's why they were. <laughs> that's why they recalled them. Full circle. Both yeah. literally dead and grateful for the strips. Makes too much sense. No, he was too willing oh. to just dose everyone, and so it's his final trip. He just dosed himself and ground up <laughs> and his body and fed him to the chickens. Became, oh, okay, so he was fed to the. So now he's kind of forever in those chickens. He mad cowed it. They've been eating Leary. Wow. Pure, unadulterated Leary. Well, let's say you're supposed to dispose of a body, right? As you feed it to chickens. Yeah, but I'm Timothy <laughs> Bloated LSD corpse. There's an episode. <laughs> bloated uh, with LSD. He's just like eating. <laughs> There's an episode of Legends of Tomorrow that takes place at Woodstock. Oh, God. And for a magic ritual, they need the saliva of a nine-fingered man. So they steal a joint from Jerry Garcia. And then later a guy gets his nipple bit off by a unicorn. Wow. Uh, wow. See, that's that's the other psyop right there. Just romanticizing friggin, you know, 60s counterculture. You got to you got to you got to romanticize it so that people don't take it seriously. Did he really have nine fingers? Yeah. Oh, wow. Jerry Garcia was missing his ring. One of his ring fingers. He was uh, Jerry Garcia of the nine fingers on the ring of doom. Wow. You know who else is missing a finger, <laughs> oddly enough? Tony Iommi. And he Walter tips. Jones. Hmm? Walter Jones. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, I mean, he's not a musician. Yeah. You know, maybe he is. Uh, hip-hop keto is definitely a music. It is not. It's not. <laughs> I know it's a dance, but the it's sounds your body makes. It's a martial art. It, I, unironically, it's like basically capoeira. But it like, is, but hip-hop keto. <laughs> it just has kind of a like more approachable name. I don't know. Hip hop, friggin' Jerry Garcia. It's the martial art that Zach, the original Black Power Ranger, did, did that work out for a while? He's still a professional dancer, as far as I know. Okay. He should have had a coworker. I mean, he didn't anything. stab his roommate with a sword. No. Or whatever. Uh, I had I had a coworker at Goodwill that uh, hung out with him. Wow. Was so that we, Zaza? No. No. Because <laughs> I can, no. honestly, I can no, see. No, uh, it was the lady that worked there. I don't I remember see. her name. I see. Ugh. I forgot about that Russian monster. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget. He th- fucking threw shit at me. <laughs> I always, I've never seen him, but I just, when I visualize him in my head, I think prune face from the live action Dick Tracy movie. <laughs> like that's who I think. <laughs> but also with like more tattoos. Well, I guess like any visible tattoos. I don't remember. Is this the guy who hated you? Who thought you did nothing all day? No. I don't know any of these. Yeah, no, they're pretty pretty terrible. That's corporate. That thinks we do nothing every day. No, no. When you first got there, you you had an enemy that was not a frenemy. None of this matters. No one thought I didn't do anything. You got into a fight with some guy when you first transferred to that center. Oh, no. Some guy that I was training... Uh, complained that I was telling him what to do to HR, <laughs> you know, training him. Yeah, I know. I know this. Boss, he keeps telling me where I should put stuff and like where we get supplies from. Yeah. It's like, I'm trying to clean bathrooms. I don't need to know where the bleach is. Yeah. Anywho, 
Sheffin's birthday episode talking about rods. It is my birthday. I realize now this like so much of this just sounds like a euphemism for dong talk. That's so, our uh, you know, that's let's, our other podcast. I just let's be mature about this uh, very serious topic of an uh, unintentional hoax. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be reading from Cryptids Wiki. Okay. For air rods. Background. Type. Atmospheric beasts. Slash unidentified or misidentified. First sighting unknown. Last sighting unknown. Country global habitat unknown. Possible population unknown. What do we know about this thing? Un. That's what's known. Un. Air rods, also called flying rods and skyfish, are something. Are something like crop circles in that even the, the skeptics admit they exist. The only question is what they really are. Invisible to the eye. They are picked up by cameras all over the world. <laughs> I sound like the, the like Bill Cosby style reading. <laughs> They're also called uh, I'm on now on the Wikipedia page to see if they had any more names for them. Uh, rods and solar entities. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. I'll read the first because they all have the just the paragraph summing up the whole thing first. I, I love the Wikipedia article that it lists them as rods and then in parentheses it says optics, which like to me is super counterintuitive because I would think that like rods optics would refer to, you know, the eye cell. That's what that's why it's a uh, rod sell for the other one i'm just like i don't i mean like i guess but like why in cryptozoology and ufology uh rods are elongated visual artifacts appearing in photographic images and video recordings some paranormal proponents claim them to be extra terrestrial life forms extra dimensional creatures or my favorite part my favorite one very small ufos (laughs) Yep, like that episode of Twilight Zone. They're just little people. However, however, these uh, meet Dave. These artifacts appear naturally in video and outdoor photography as the result of optical illusion due to motion blur, especially in interlaced video recording, and are typically after-image trails of flying insects and their wing beats. Yep. So why'd you pick this? Because like. I know the actual reason you picked this because you wanted to talk about Jojo. That is not actually the reason why I picked this. That's just, that's a happy accident. No, the reason I wanted to talk about these things is because like, this is the only cryptid phenomena that like started when I was a kid. It's like a cryptid phenomena of my generation. And it's kind of unique because it's like when, when these videos first started, started surfacing that like there were just tons of them. It's like one of the few things, like with Bigfoot, it's like, well, show me like a clear photo. Like you just can't, like there aren't any good photos of Bigfoot, but there's so many good photos of these things. I mean, obviously we like, I want to say it was like the Chinese that like put the nail in the coffin where they had like, there was like a warehouse where they had tons of them and they set up nets and then it was just like small birds. Like the next day they were like, oh, there's so many on the footage. Let's check the nets. And it was just like small birds that had like died. (laughs) It was like, okay, we, we figured out what they are. We know for sure, but uh, no, I don't know. It's just like, it's, 
if for everybody that like kind of wanted to believe in something and that was that was definitely me for a long time uh it was just such a cool thing nobody knew what they were you know so uh the thing that i just read yeah is a um, person claimed to be the first to film them on march 19th 1994 at roswell new mexico yeah oh, i remember seeing that on there too while attempting to film a ufo yep tracks of light go figure that uh, yeah in august 2005 uh china central television aired a two-part documentary about flying rods in china it reported the events from may to june of the same year at tonghua zhenguo pharmaceutical company which debunked the flying rods with the the nets yeah (laughs) yep and here's a part from the cryptids wiki again explanations are they living creatures alien probes or some sort of 3d electromagnetic electromagnetic smudge True believers in the cryptozoology-based theory of air rods, air rods are probably moving creatures, and they are possibly related to older stories of atmospheric beasts. Oh, I hate it's like a colony organism. It's their young. Whoa! The they just release form. a fight. They and a whole lot of them shoot out. Release Ooh. a clutch of young. <laughs> clutch of skyfish <laughs> wriggling out into the sky. Air rods might not be made of matter. Whoa. Perhaps they are made of electromagnetic fluxes or some sort of form of energy. It is possible that an electromagnetic flu- electromagnetic flux of the right sort would have an effect would affect film, but not be visible to humans. If this is true and air rods are alive, they'd be the first living creature of that sort we have ever discovered. <laughs> I like that idea. Another suggestion is that air rods are made up of some undiscovered fifth phase of matter. Whoa. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Other than solid gas, liquid, and plasma. If that were true, confirming their existence it would be doubly exciting. A whole new life form and a new phase of matter all in one. What is the new phase crunchy? Is that the new <laughs> phase of matter? <laughs> Invisible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like- yeah, hypothetical is the new the new form of matter. Hypothetical. Does it snake. exist? Hypothetically. The total lack of dead air rod bodies <laughs> also leads some researchers to consider that they might be made out of something other than conventional matter. Not that they don't exist. Oh, like uh, no bodies. The only explanation. Well, I mean, you got to remember, though, right? Because we had so much of this on film that it's just like, look, like we've seen thousands of these things. Where's the bodies? Where's the corpses at? If we've seen this many. We've seen a bunch of lightning. We don't have lightning corpses. Yeah, but we know what lightning is. And I mean, so, th- but that that's a good point though, right? Because then it's like, well, okay, if we have all these things and we don't have any bodies, then maybe it's something that can't leave a body. Oh, or this statement. is the corpse of a rod ooh, evaporating immediately. This oh. statement just got weirder. Oh. If they're made of conventional matter, their bodies must disintegrate into tiny particles of death, or their bodies might not be recognizable as air rods after death. Maybe <laughs> they turn into birds. I mean, well, this does feed into the whole, you know, birds don't exist. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, hold on. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> Perhaps they just look like a loose collection of broken fly wings or other parts of that people assume must have broken off of known insects. Yeah. Whatever air rods are, they are exciting and deserve scientific research. 
whether they are living creatures or just some sort of anomaly that happens to fly around as if it were alive. <laughs> some kind of atmospheric beast with its head cut off. Another theory suggests that if air rods are one and the same with atmospheric beasts, they could have evolved from the organisms that are native to the clouds. No, line drawn in the <laughs> sky. <laughs> I mean, I, I really want to see what like the evolutionary biology approach to atmospheric beasts is. That's that. That just seems like a whole lot of doing going on with that one. That's the first time I've ever, I've ever heard anybody uh, other than myself uh, with the idea that like maybe that's why some of these cryptids we don't find bodies for is that like maybe they're like misidentified corpses or something about its existence isn't understood and it doesn't leave a corpse like you might expect it to. Like I said, dude, Bigfoot's just sentient friggin' lichen, so you never find a body because it's just a bunch of moss. What I think is interesting about these things, these things are, like, entirely pop culture, honestly. Like, that's that's kind of something else that's interesting about it. I mean, I guess that's not entirely true, because, like, all of the old the old folk tales are sort of early pop culture anyway. Yeah. I guess that's kind of something that's unique about cryptids anyway, is that they're all kind of inherently pop culture. Yeah, they're sort of a like an element of the the cultures that surround them. I mean, there, I guess there's a lot to be said about these things, and like, cause they we first started seeing these things obviously as home video cameras and digital cameras became kind of more available and more prevalent. I mean, their their appearance on film is entirely due to interlacing anyway. So yeah, like you couldn't you wouldn't get these things on traditional film. Um, so I mean, I I don't know. I guess there's something interesting that it's like the first the first digital cryptid almost that it, it couldn't exist without digital film or digital photography. So what you're saying is like, there is the red and the green and the gray and the rot. And then in new 52 swamp thing, there was what they call it. The rhythm, the computers. Yeah. Yes. It was the, uh, what'd they call that one? The rhythm. It wasn't the rhythm. Yeah. It just spelled stupid, but yeah, it's like R Y T H M. I swear to God. And I then it got put into it. one of those early 2000s, like electronic, like iPup things. It, I was not entirely happy with that, with every, all the doings, what transpired there. <laughs> that was a story that could have been much, much cooler and got wrapped up way too fast. Yeah, I agree. It got wrapped up too fast. That, I think that was kind of the issue with like the post, like early new 52, um, uh, uh, swamp thing stories when they when they tried to really continue it at that point um that they had these kind of cool ideas that they kind of they didn't they didn't continue as much as they could have they were just like oh here's like a couple issues of like scarecrow fighting swamp thing and like you could have done a lot more with swamp thing being inundated with fear gas and causing problems all over the place um no it's the it's not the rhythm I knew it wasn't the what rhythm. What is it? What is it? It's as like its official name is the metal. God. And its other name is the machine. Oh my god. All right. All right. I'm going to go home and look at my comics again. I'm going to go home and dig them out. I do like maybe one of the people like the Avatar Champions was named. No, what the 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 British woman. I don't know why I think she's British. She's the not Lady British, Wolf or whatever. But yeah. She well, became their like champion. Yeah. She's like they're they're British. I think she calls them that, but I don't remember. Okay, I'm looking at all the kingdoms right now. <laughs> got it. Got it. There's a uh, the black, the red, the clear, which is water. Uh-huh. Uh, the white, the gray, the melt, 
the metal and the divided. The melt. And I remember the divided. The divided is my melt. I don't know. The divided, though, is microscopic organisms. I see. Like amoebas and shit. Makes sense. The melt is an elemental source or force which is associated with all forms of earth and rock. All right. I liked it better when it was just plant monsters. Just a consciousness of trees. A parliament, the parliament of say. trees. A I like parliament. the reds though. The parliament of limbs. Yeah. No, I mean, I like them too. Uh, the, the, the blacks is just meh. Parliament of decay. It makes too much sense. I mean, I, I like the, the, you know, you have sort of a, what are the, the dramaturgical triad there between the three. You have these two forces of life constantly at odds with each other and then death that represents a threat to either. No. Okay. Sort yeah. Of uh, the metal which is connected to metal and technology elementals and run by the rhythm. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. That's their, that's their, their, it's their parliament. It's their squad of guys. They're, they're metal. I boys. like the, uh, the parliament of waves, the parliament of vapor, <laughs> all the atmospheric beasts up there. Just, uh, they're part of the white. Yep. So pop, pop culture. culture in the video game. Hey, Pikmin. The enemy, Centipare, resembles an air rod. Huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up right now. A skyfish appears as an enemy in Castlevania, Aria of Sorrow. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna look that up too. In the manga, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Part Six, Stone Ocean. Air rods are confirmed as real creatures. Yep. <laughs> and the stand called Sky High has the ability to control them. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, wow. You like a rocky And people don't up. like this one. Why? Uh, okay. People do like Stone Ocean. Okay. The Japanese didn't originally like Stone Ocean because it's weird and different. Uh, from regular JoJo's in that you mean the things that are weird and different from part one and two yes well no because here's the thing right like the other JoJo's are all like fairly distinctly shonen with the exception being a diamond's unbreakable but even that's like also still largely shonen and like still so mean genre wise not yes it a power sets change and yeah no no, no. like St- stone ocean it's just it takes place in an american women's prison yeah and like most of the characters are girls and it just was well outside of iraqi's regular demographic so the people who were used to jojo as it was didn't really like it at first but they they came to enjoy it because it got really bizarre and the <laughs> art is good it's like some sort of adventure they had exactly Jojo no Kimia no Boken, I think. Jojo wa Kimia no Boken, I think is what you, I think is what they call it. From what I understand, that chapter is all Florida man, basically. Yeah, there are, there are numerous Florida men. Well, Florida women, Florida gals, if you will. Uh, Jolene is arguably the ultimate uh, Florida gal. Jolene, 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 Jolene. I mean, maybe Yo-Yo Ma might be, might be Florida man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I, I still, I like, I, I read it. I remember everything that happened with Yo-Yo Ma. I do not understand at all what happened with Yo-Yo Ma. He was just, like, there and causing trouble. I don't know if he was a villain or a hero or what. He only ever said nice things, but, like, stuff happened. It's weird. Just, you, gotta, you gotta read it. I can't wait till it gets animated. I cannot wait. They're gonna skip it 
they, they're gonna they skip are not it, go gonna straight to steel it. ball run. They're not gonna skip it. They're not. They're gonna do See, it. I, I don't ho- I hope they don't, even though I want Steel Ball Run real bad. But I want the rod. I mean, I did finish Steel Ball Run, and I gotta say I like I like I still like Stone Ocean better. I still like it better. I like Diamond is Unbreakable better. And Steel Ball Run is good. And I, I, lo- I love that it's just absurd, because that's maybe my favorite thing about JoJo's, the sort of absurdist uh, <laughs> approach to everything. Um, but uh, I do like the idea for Sky High. And like that's, I think one of the things that you can kind of tell like uh, about Stone Ocean being also kind of a product of its time is that like a rocky like came with a whole ecology and like also like evolutionary biology, like basically everything for rods. Was, that was really loud. That's really loud. Um, but um, anyway, yeah, it's just really interesting. I, I like the I like the approach. They eat heat, and so Sky High <laughs> freezes things Dio style. It's like <laughs> and so other things are hot, so it goes after them. Yeah, so like it goes after warm things and eats all of their heat, so things freeze. Pretty yeah. nice. They attack a helicopter and destroy it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's just like if someone had a stand and just summoned Bigfoots. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like scary monsters, except instead of turning uh, into you, a dinosaur, you just you make a bunch of, you know, you turn into a dinosaur, you make other people dinosaurs, you fossilize people. Yeah. Yep. Can rods kill a hippo? Absolutely yeah, not. totally. No. I don't know. If, no. The Jojo only biolo- biology for them we have is Joe is from Iraqi. <laughs> so, you know what? Hold on. Just start talking. So we know they can just obliterate a dog on contact. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. But yes. I mean, they're not, they're not, uh, what's vanilla ISIS stand name? Uh, cream. Yeah. They're not cream. So they can't, they can't just okay. ruin a dog. That, he's not the only person to ruin a dog. <laughs> That's true. Damn what's it. the other, what's the gel ones? Yeah. Name? Um, it's not the oh, lovers. Man. It's not the lovers is the small one that like eats the nerves or whatever. What is that one called? The maiden or something? It, like it, it, at any rate, yes, that thing does just straight up eat a dog. And death 13 kills yeah, a dog he, too. The, 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 he... So many dogs die, die in Stardust Crusaders. Okay. So much needless dog death. I feel like there were some in Phantom Blood too though. There's, there's Danny. I feel like a few other. Oh, that dog got killed by the the cat. Anything can kill a dog. Huh. If so, so I guess it's not a good metric. It's not. I mean, it's just it's because Iraqi knew that people love dogs. So if you want to, if you really want to get something over as being bad, it just it kills a dog remorselessly. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm reading about uh, Sky High. Um, Power of Sky High is linked with three kills, shifting confidence. So is. The stand, the gladiator. Yeah, kind of that. Like that's, that's how they like in, in the manga. It's like his ability to control it is based on his confidence. So like Jolene just like no sells it and he just likes, it stops working because he's like, Oh, I guess it wasn't that good. Okay. I was looking for the section in it about rods to read the Jojo rod. I see lore. It's deep lore. Also called skyfish, rods are obscure, transparent, rod-like creatures that do not belong to any known family of species and live in remote locations. Thus, their very existence could never be fully proven. Rods always float in the air and move at speeds untraceable to the naked eye, 
and have only been seen on camera and video recordings. Moreover, they are especially nimble and can slip through the tiniest opening. Or evade stone freeze punches. Through sky high. How do you pronounce this person's name? Rikiel. Rikiel discovered the rod's main source of sustenance, sustenance, body heat. By flying past other organisms, the rods can absorb the body heat as food and use it to fuel themselves. Rods usually live and travel in swarms. When they die, their bodies immediate their body immediately decays, making any discovery of rod corpse impossible. <laughs> Before he could control them, the rods were causing numerous diseases on Rikiel because of their heat sucking. Sky's only power is to control and direct the rods. Yep. Yeah. Rikiel exploits the rods' habit of sucking heat and, rap- and to rapidly and locally decrease the temperature of a selected body part from afar. The ability of creating diseases enables him to cripple his enemies in various ways, but also to enhance his abilities. Rikiel can force eyelids to shut, blinding enemies. <laughs> By stealing heat from muscles, a Rikiel can shut them down or even make them rot. So I'm going to go with yes. Yes, Jojo rods could kill a hippo. Yeah. I, I wouldn't argue that, but Jojo rods have the most information on rods. So. I mean, there's like in, in, in the manga, he like straight up traces that, that I forget where the cave is. I think it's in South America, but it's like the photo of rods where there's just like tons of them flying around. He just like straight up traces that photo. Um, and there's like, he has like cutaways and stuff. Like he really, Iraqi really came up with a, a bunch of stuff for these guys. He did more work than most actual biologists have done <laughs> on a fake animal. And how many rods kill a dog <laughs> in none? No rods kill a dog. I think that was after like once, once diamond is breakable happened, Iraqi stopped killing dogs. Good. He called it. He calls himself out in that one. He fakes you out with, with Pearl jam <laughs> literally think a dog exploded, but no, it was just actually being cured of it being sick and was fine. Uh, let's roast Luigi. Uh, well, okay. You guys, I hope you guys have some material because I used up all of my ace material. Luigi's been doing this thing lately. Oh God. Where <laughs> either in D and D or in real life, he'll like try something and go, Hmm, local. What? <laughs> As if he was tasting wine. Oh, that he was doing localism. No. Mm. He's just I thought like, he was like, like giving a local, like he like local anesthetic. No. He like just numb himself. Mm, local. From the pain of his existence. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't. I don't know. That's anyone else got anything? Oh, that boy. I mean, I feel like we just we report on the events of Luigi's life. Honestly, that's yeah. You know, we just stalk him via Facebook. Yeah. I mean, we need to do honestly is we need to get our fans in on the act. You know, you just like follow follow hey. Luigi on Twitter and just does retweet. He have a Twitter? I'm sure he does. Follow him on Instagram. We it's not doxing if we have it as social media stuff, right? I mean, that's what he wants. So we're just going to gang stalking and everyone's going to get bored and that's going to be more of a roast. It's just yeah. no one even wants to do this. I don't <laughs> even want to do the it. I roast do is it. like we can't get passive aggressive internet people to, to stalk Luigi. That loser got sick and couldn't go to a concert he wanted to. Which, I mean, well, it's largely out of school. What Which concert? It? I don't know. Mm. I wasn't paying attention. I would go anyway. Luigi, I'm not going to pay attention to him. this heat play. I, I will. Mean, you say his heat play? No, this heat. That's the oh. greatest band of all time. I'm not missing that, even if I really? got like super tumor attacked by rods. Rod power. That makes sense. Honestly, it makes sense. 
I will share my rods. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> See, that's what I was saying. It's not what I was going. That's but an HIV whatever. risk behavior. Don't share your rod. Zip. Yeah. Uh, that was the plug zip up. That was the zip up. Oh um, no. See, okay, I don't have a plug of nation. You had I have, one. I no. I oh, you I have had a, one. No, I'm gonna put something on blast because this because this you know episode what? is your short. birthday episode. Let's all just shit on something. It. I mean, okay. No, mine is like long. Like I have like at least go. Like five plus minutes. Should oh, we go first? Okay. You go first? No, this will give us time to think of something to show. Okay, okay. The other day, I watched the worst episode of The X-Files. <laughs> and it, I was under the impression for a long time that The X-Files had no bad episodes. Uh-huh. That, I mean, there were plenty like I just don't want to watch again. But like not because they're bad, but I'm just like I'm done with them. Uh, it's like season seven, episode 12. It's called First Person Shooter. And it is just terrible. It's like your, your typical... Uh, like late 90s attempt at being topical and like dealing with video game violence and like virtual technology but like nobody knows what they're talking about at all so there's lots of like buzzwords about mainframes and and access codes and command just reminding me of a great episode of sg1 it (laughs) is it either of the wormhole force episodes no those are great it's the one where uh (laughs) They put Teal'c into like a VR training program and it's like his own brain is making it harder and harder and harder and harder harder and impossible at it. So they have to send in the nerd boy. No, they send in a, they send in Colonel O'Neill and he has like a three like second, like vision into the future. Like they gave him Uh to let Teal'c be able to win. Wow. Wow. They gave him, they gave him cheat codes. Wow. No, but this this friggin' episode, there's like never any explanation as to like how the VR works and you just like accept that it does. There's like a like a uh, bootleg Lara Croft that's killing people in the game and like there's never any explanation about how it works. And it's like not even like it's intentionally vague to be like mysterious. It's just like, I don't know what's just happening. And it like they try to cram in like some kind of message about like being aggressive or something and like scully just doesn't get it which i mean like i guess that's kind of par for the course but like there's like one woman that works on the game and she's like i don't know i don't like working with these guys but like she's the one that made the lara croft bootleg that became self-aware i don't know it's it's stupid and bad and it's even more frustrating because like the episode right before it is x cops which is an amazing episode of that show that episode's so good and the episode right after it is called Thief, which like isn't super amazing, but at least it's like a real story about like uh like a uh like mystical, like voodoo practicing backwoods Virginian losing his daughter and like trying to kill the doctor he blames for it. And there's like kind of an exploration of like family roles and responsibility. I don't know. This episode is terrible and I want to put it on blast. <laughs> Everybody in the credits on blast, David Duchovny, Jillian Anderson. Me for watching it, and honestly, listeners for even hearing me complain about it, is just, I was so frustrated by how bad it was. I think it's a rule that those kind of TV shows, like uh, Warehouse 13, I think, had one. Yeah. I think Supernatural had one. Shows like that are just like people, mystery solvey, like sci-fi fucking whoop-de-doo shows can't have good video game episodes. They all try and they're all terrible. It's like you can always tell they were like written by people who don't know shit about don't play video games. Yeah. They're like, like, oh, it's like it's like they one person in the room had to talk them out of like making it about Atari. 
Yeah. Like, no, because at least, see, at least if they had done that, it their, would be like, oh, okay, like you actually kind of know about this kind of thing. Their research was watching news <laughs> news reports about video games. It, I mean, this you could uh, you could tell that they were There's like, There's a hey, bad SVU video game episode, too. Is that the one with they leveled up? Uh, I don't, it's, it's not. It's not. It's, it's the not. one that came out after Gamergate. It, oh, maybe it is the one. <laughs> I think it is. They leveled oh, up. wait, the insult. Oh, my God. No. Because uh, there was a. Oh, and then at no. the end, it's like, uh, I, I've seen three episodes of SVU in five years of dating someone who watched it all the time. Uh, and one of them was fucking fantastic. It was just the one episode I saw that I liked was just a hostage situation in this person's apartment. Wow. And it just ended with a cop like disarming the person and sniper taking the shot. <laughs> There's a there is one really good episode I like about like a uh, like a guy who worked for his dad as a butcher that was like this unlikely serial killer. And again, it was there was like one of the officers had like arrested a guy for like a number of murders earlier and like. There was this kind of subplot about misidentification and like tension in the black community and like nobody they were actually finally able to kind of like maybe exonerate the guy. And then like last minute, like the uh, the new guy they caught can't go to trial or something because he's like dead or something. I don't know. It's really interesting, like a really sinister villain all of a sudden. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, Voyager, Star Trek Voyager, which uh, is a show that I loved also. Mm hmm. Uh, has a very good VR episode. I mean, maybe Star Trek is immune See, because, I, like, the I think it, the rule the rule stuff. is it because SG One had a good one. I think it has to be like a mystery solving kind of show in order for it to be bad. Like Supernatural, uh, I said uh, Warehouse Thirteen. Yeah, that they're all the same kind of show. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Supernatural is maybe a little bit of a stretch, but yeah. it's more it's more it's close enough. They're the same kind of show. People traveling around solving mysteries. Okay. Two man teams the Scooby- go into a place the uh, like formula. It's they're all monster monster of the week shows. That's yeah. what it is. Monster of the week shows. Yeah, all have bad video game episodes if they even have one. Yeah. I mean, I think you're probably right because it's so much of the so much of the solving the mysteries dependent on like kind of understand like learning to understand whatever it is that you're looking yeah. at and like. In you'd think that like explaining a video game would be easier to to like get your viewers to understand than anything yeah. else that's in the X Files, and it's me. just not. I just miss Warehouse Thirteen now. <laughs> I don't know. I never watched. it. Is that the one that was like Eureka? Uh, and they uh, take place in the same universe. There is a crossover episode. Really? Yeah, I see. Uh, and Eureka was like Happy Twin Peaks, right? No, it, it's Eureka. Cop from a small town. Town goes to this like it's stationed in this city this small this this other small town but like there's like a hyper fucking some kind of science like the, lab know, scp foundation that, is there somewhere it kind, it, it's like uh freed richards had a town it, okay except for there's no like head reed richards person I see. It's just like if it's a town full of fucking all the science nerds from like a comic book universe. Oh, so it's like what all of like the turn of the century postmodern like artists thought they exactly. could do. There's a but fucking it didn't fail necessarily. Yes. Okay. All and right. it's a small town cop who's does, he's not stupid. He's just not fucking a hyper genius. They just weren't all on opium and hated each other. Yeah. Is the, okay. it, it's a good show. I'm sad that got canceled too. I just, I, you know, I never watched it. I didn't watch it when it was airing. Uh, when I was. In the good times at Goodwill. I see. When I had a DVD player and a TV and a stack of DVDs, I, I watched all of Eureka yeah, at Goodwill. Time to kill. I see. 
But yeah, there you go. That's me putting that on blast. I'm a. I can't really think of something I hate a lot, except for the movie Max about the oh, dog man. that comes back from war. Oh, okay. See, I was thinking the one. Oddly enough, it like there's a movie with Gillian Anderson based on a book called Max the Mighty. <laughs> Uh, oh no, but that movie's just called The Mighty. Okay. Yeah, oh, I went, right, in, I went into that movie expecting to watch a dog movie. But the dog was in it. It was a ghost movie. No, it was just really bad. Okay. Like everything in it was bad. But Garrett, he's the Michael Jordans of dogs. No, that's Air Bud. <laughs> no, the guy said? says, yeah, the kid says, oh so like something, so he's some famous like athlete of dogs. Yeah. God, that movie sucked. Airbud? That's the only movie. No, Max. Okay, okay. That's the only movie that I've walked out of. Really? Yeah. I've never walked out of a movie. I have a similar story. Yeah, you went to go. See, you went to yeah. try to see Mad Max Fury Road, but you went to see Max instead? Yeah, because they came out the same week, and David Fraser and I were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. Like, But, you know, this tick just said, Max, like, yeah, you got to save space, I guess. But it was totally empty. There was like a grandma and like this marine couple, and that was it. There's a marine couple? Yeah. So not to trash on this hero dog, because I'm not. That movie sucked. So so what happened was we get in there, and there's, there's no one else but those three people. And then it's like, you know, Iraq War 2004. And uh, they just show this dog running. And I'm like, wow, this is a lot of backstory. This gets into some deep lore for Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, bomb goes off. Ear ringing sounds, dog runs like no, and I'm like oh wow, I'm like oh wow, oh this is Max, <laughs> like oh this is that dog. Yeah, this is the hero dog movie. So we kind of just look at each other and like oh, yeah, this is gonna get pretty weird. Make it really funny, but it's gonna get pretty weird. So we left. <laughs> I like how. The solo movies that you go on with David end up failure, and when me and you go do yep. so, like just a, just us, no one else, we see shoot 'em up and the, the reaping. reaping. Which one is the reaping? It's where the uh, Egyptian plagues are being <laughs> carried out in the south. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, from one Memphis to another. I yeah. like I like yeah. the idea. Yeah. Was that one any good? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's actually nice. good. It's stupid, but it is. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Okay. It's so stupid. There's a river of period blood. We said that as a joke as 14 year olds. Yeah. That's the actual plot. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, as dumb teenagers, like, it's a river of period blood. This river is full of menstrual blood. Like, what? Yeah. I can tell. All right. Yeah. There's a dinosaur that attacks a car. (laughs) Yeah. Really? It looks looks like a dinosaur the way the horns shove into the car, but then it's a big old bull. Okay. But like, yeah, freaking Diablos attacks. Yeah, okay. it, it they cobbled like five movies together. It was it's fucking stupid and great. I love it. Really, now let's check it out. I found all my ticket stubs. And I found that one. I was pretty happy about Egyptian that. plagues yep. in the deep south. It's although I do like when I we want. went to go see Shoot 'Em Up and we were in the wrong line. Yeah, because there's a big old line yeah. in front of our theater, and you're like, oh, this is for that new friggin' Paul Giamatti like vehicle, right? Let's go and, see like, that. And then I kind of noticed that the line was blocking our entrance. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> And uh, asked the old guy in front of us, is this falling for shoot em? He's like, no, this is a line for 310 to Yuma. That's what came out. Wow, yeah. Okay. See, I was and thinking then like, it was like some kind of Twilight release. And I was like, oh, a lot of 12-year-old No, there's a lot of old men. Oh, but okay. But I thought they just wanted this grizzly, hard-boiled action. It was a cool comedy. shooting movie, yeah. It's like, yeah, you'd want this. is like. And then we like cut through the line <laughs> to get into an empty theater. Wow. Yeah. Nice. That's how it was when I saw, oddly enough, uh, X-Files, I Want to Believe. Or literally two other groups of people in there. All right, Alan, what do you hate? 
So many things. Pick one. Uh, who's the guy whose name I forgot we're supposed to roast? I hate him. All right, cool. Well, so send us an email at featuredcreaturepod at gmail.com. Featuredcreaturepod at gmail.com. Uh, Luigi, that's his name. I hate that guy. Hit us up on Twitter at Feecre, F-E-A-C-R-E. Our Instagram is featured creature or featured underscore creatures. And we have a Patreon where you can give us money. We have three more until we can start trying to release Alan's cryptid. Yeah, I, I, I'm desperate to see this. It's, it's getting there. I mean, he says it's awful. And, I, you know, it's not my intention to make him feel bad. But I, I just I feel like this needs to be shared with the world. I'm gonna put it as an actual fucking goal. I want to be right. I want to be crunching in the free world. Free the tracks. That's exactly. And you'll get them. Uh, for a dollar, you get bonus episodes. You get to vote. You get to exercise your right to vote. Uh, and you get a sticker for signing up. And, 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 for $5, you get access to our Discord server. You get uh, new stickers whenever we get them, whenever we print them. And you get a diploma. Let's end this birthday episode. We should. We should end Remember, it. Remember, all you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. Iraqi sounds. <laughs>